0: Renew your mind I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal Be encouraged This is my favourite programme Pastor Kong is just so real Hot seat, hot seat Nourished in the word The question and answers are spot on Pastor Kong, we love you. you This is the best
1: Something new is brewing Hi, this is Pastor Kong I want to invite you to sit back, relax And have a cup of coffee with me
0: Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong, and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process, be well-equipped to understand about life, faith, and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore, and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week, answering emails that come in to us at connect at cityradio.sg. This series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic which have been covered through the years. In this episode, we zoom in on our Christian walk. Now, it might sound simple but I assure you these questions and emails that came in are good and no matter how old you are as a believer, we can never stop talking about praying, fasting and serving in the house of God. So let's dive right in. Prayer. Okay, yes. What is there to talk about, right, or ask? The questions posed to us was, which is the most effective method of prayer? Praying in thoughts, praying in tongues, or praying in words? Wow, that's a good question, right? Sit back, relax, and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Thank you so much, Pastor. And today, I got the email from our very trusted friend, Romel Again! I <laughs> said, you know, he actually wrote an email. He actually got four other emails he came in. But one of the emails he said that, <laughs> Personally, one day, Bernard, can I personally have coffee with Pastor Kong on the show? I said, man, the amount of questions you come in, I should give you a prize. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what, Romel, maybe one of these days, why don't we just do a, a, a show together? You, me, and um, Bert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we can all drink coffee together.
0: Yes, Pastor. He... he he really deserves a prize.
1: He does. And and I was wondering, uh, will you be acting in, in our Christmas drama, Romeo? Oh. <laughs> busy
0: man. Busy, busy man. man. man huh? yes. yeah. Pastor, he's, he's got a very good email today. Okay. Uh, he wrote to connect at cdradio.sg. He said, I want to ask Pastor Kong about which among the three is the most effective and greatest method of praying? Okay, he says, one, praying in thoughts. Two, praying in tongues. Three, Praying in words, <laughs> looking forward hearing from you and Pastor Kong in Christ, Romeo. So, Pastor, see. yeah,
1: you know it's it's like saying which is the most important uh, when you eat uh, fried rice. Is it the rice or the egg or the soy sauce?
0: <laughs> you wow, you got me there, Pastor. Okay. I'm lost. Okay,
1: that means basically you you need to. Stir them all together. You got to stir them up. All together? Yeah, so that the fried rice is nice. You can't just have plain rice with no soy sauce oh. or with no eggs. Oh. You got to stir them all up together. So it's the same thing. I think when it comes to prayer, you got to be led by the Spirit. Praying in tongues is important. Your, your thoughts got to be in sync with the words that you're praying. Because to, to move in visions and dreams, your imagination got to be activated. Yeah. And then at the same time, words are important. You know, you gotta speak the word. In in fact, I've been meditating on this recently, uh, and I'm I'm sure I'm gonna be preaching on this in church. In Genesis chapter two, when there was chaos and darkness everywhere, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit was hovering over yes. the face of the deep, right? Yes. With all his creative power, he was waiting and waiting and waiting for the word to be spoken. And when God said, Let there be light, that's the moment that the Holy Spirit moved in this creative supernatural miracle. So it's the same thing. The Holy Spirit is hovering over all our lives wanting to work the miracle. but He's waiting for the words to be spoken. Wow. When we speak the word of God and that's how the entire universe was framed. Right? That's how miracles begin to happen. That's how healing and deliverance and all that take place.
0: Wow. Pastor, actually, okay, now it makes sense. So it's, it's kind of like together, all yeah. in sync together. Yeah. I, I got to ask this question, Pastor, because uh, not many people had the privilege of being in the uh, back then we had a discipleship group right if you remember uh, oh that's a long time <laughs> a long ago long time ago
1: the, those were you, you can qualify them as the good old days
0: yes 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 and pastor it was a uh, at one point in time we had to wake up so early yeah. you know and, we, and you will always be there with your iPod but pastor I, I, I've always wanted to have this chance to ask this question that whenever we come into the room we, we won't even like, you know, you'd be like, hi, and then you'd be like, okay, come, let's pray. <laughs> and then for half an hour, yeah. speaking in tongues. Right. Okay, but so why? Like, like why that routine? I would say routine.
1: I, I don't think it's routine. I think that especially early in the morning, you need to get your spirit stirred up. And, okay. and Jude verse 20 says, we, we build ourselves, we stir up ourselves in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. So, praying the Holy Spirit is a very important thing. It it brings you into the supernatural realm of God. It builds faith in you. Mm. And it brings you into the spiritual mindset, the spiritual framework. And that's the time where you engage. um, That's right. Your heart begins to engage into the realm of God.
0: Wow. So, we we do that. And I always remember, Pastor, you said like sometimes when we come in, our mind is... You know, it takes a, a a bit of time for the heart and the, the
1: mind to connect. Yeah, yes. yeah, and and uh, speaking in tongues is a very powerful way of bringing your mind into subjection to the Holy Spirit because you're actually letting the Holy Spirit take control.
0: Wow. Yeah, Pastor, I think you've prayed with many people before, right? Like, like a Doctor Cho. Yes. And and Pastor Albert. Yes. I think he's like. Wow. He's
1: he's my you know. Everyone needs to have a sparring partner, correct? Sparring partner <laughs> yes, or yeah. or jogging buddy. Jogging buddy, yeah. Yeah, uh, Pastor Albert is my sparring partner in jogging buddy. He he helps me all the time to pray stronger and to pray uh, deeper. And so on a regular basis,
0: Pastor, can you share how how is it like praying with Doctor Cho? How how is it like
1: praying with Doctor Cho? Doctor Cho is he's a man of tremendous faith. He's a man of visions and dreams. He constantly, he's very positive. You know, I I think I said before, I have known Dr. Cho all these years. I've never heard Dr. Cho ever uttering a a single negative word over anyone. Wow. And I can tell you this, Dr. Cho has his own fair share of challenges. Yes, yes. And he's, he got his own fair share of worries. And yet, he's the most positive man I know in my life. And he, he has this amazing ability to make his mind subject to the spirit. And most of the time, we always say this, that weariness is not a function of your physical condition. It's weariness is a function of your thought. When you're tired mentally, when you are filled with worries and stress, and that's when you really feel tired out. Mm. Yeah. Dr. has this ability to keep his mind strong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is why he's a very positive man. And the reason I enjoy praying with him is very positive. His prayer is very positive. In fact, he will always uh, encourage me, like, don't expect the worst, always expect the best. So Dr. Cho is is really amazing in that sense, and he prays a long time. You know, the last time he came to our church for our dedication, Yes, yes. uh, The next day, I thought he did such a great job, but the next day, he told me, he said, you know what, uh, Kong, Please forgive me. I should have preached stronger yesterday. I should have preached better. I said, no, Dr. Cho, you did amazing. He said, said, no, normally I would pray five hours before uh, I come to a stage for such an important occasion. Five hours. (gasps) He said, last night, I I only prayed about an hour and I really felt bad. Wow. Before the service. Amazing. Because he just flew in and he's tired, you know? Yes. So he's really a man of prayer. But you know, One man that I really enjoy praying a lot is actually Pastor Albert. He's the champion of prayer. His name, Albert Jebenayagam. Jebenayagam is actually Tamil for uh, the Lord of Prayer. Wow. That means when he was was born, you know, he was already given that name. That he's going to be a man of prayer. And he prays all the time. And I love praying Pastor Albert. In fact, I would say that a lot of my praying, a lot of it is influenced by Albert Jebenayagam. Wow. Although he's a Sri Lankan man. Yes. Yeah, and a Ch- Chinese man. We become great brothers.
0: Pastor, I think uh, your relationship with Pastor Albert has been a long time, right?
1: I know Pastor Albert for almost 30 years now. Oh. And I pray with him every month. Every month. Especially uh, in the last 3-4 years. Every month, we we'll find occasion to meet and to, s- to spend time in prayer.
0: Amazing. Yeah,
1: and I love praying with him.
0: Pastor, it's so scary. You just said that you've known him for 30 years and I'm just... You know, minusing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Bernard, you're baby.
0: Yes, Pastor. Yes. <laughs> and a baby that's uh, truly learning more and more each time yeah. I, I have coffee with my pastor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if you ask me, what is
1: my life uh, marked by? You know, I mean, I think for Son, her life is marked by worship. I think for me, my life is marked by prayer. I think that's the, the thing that I love the most praying.
0: Amen. <laughs> yes and i as i'm sitting here asking you the question from romeo about praying i think i myself you know i think the yeah, person yeah. tuning in right now maybe you should do something about yeah praying. i love
1: praying more than i love preaching wow <laughs> that's a tweet worthy. It's t- yeah. from your own yeah. mouth, Pastor. yeah i love praying more than i love preaching wow i want to leave with you james chapter 5 and verse 16. it says the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Keep on praying. Your prayer does make a difference.
0: Did you enjoy that episode? I hope you're blessed and if you are, why don't you share this episode with someone that you feel will be encouraged after tuning in. The next topic is about fasting. Have you ever fasted before? Just how important is fasting for us as Christians? It must be tough, right?
1: Hi Bern, it's Pastor. always a joy you're not the only one smiling, I'm smiling too.
0: <laughs> Pastor, I am very very happy, you know Pastor? Because it is it is the season that I love the most. Christmas? Yeah, it's coming very soon, very soon. Coming very very okay. soon Pastor. And Pastor, I tell you, I'm so excited and I really want to go straight into this topic. You know why Pastor? Because it's a topic you are very familiar with. What is it? It's called Fasting. Fasting! Okay, you know what Pastor? This is a topic that I shouldn't talk about when it's Christmas time.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> That fasting is Oh, it's so difficult to fast <laughs>
0: pastor, But when, when, when this, this young man, Sean Wrote to us I was like The the only person That I can ask about this question Is my pastor Because pastor, you fast
1: Every 6 months I go on the 21 day fast Once every few years I go on the 40 day fast
0: Yes pastor I must tell you again, okay, Now, I confess uh, confession time When you When the first time you did that 40 day fast I was like a young chap You know, in the congregation, I was looking up. I was like, "That, that is to me. I was like, that was insane. (laughs) That is." (laughs) I really
1: lost a lot of weight. Yes, (laughs) so many people wrote in from all around the world. Are you having cancer? Are you dying? Are you sick?
0: (laughs) Pastor, forty days. Yeah. I, in my mind, I can't even imagine. Oh, I'll okay, I tell you what, Pastor. i read the email, then, then you'll understand. Okay. He said, Hi Bernard, I'm Sean from W532. Uh-huh. First of all, I want to thank you for all the programs, encouragement, inspiration and motivation that you have given me. Right now, I want to give by throwing in questions. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> there are some questions I've been wondering about fasting. Question number one, fasting, must it really be a fixed time? Like 6
1: a.m. to 6 p.m.? <laughs> can it? In certain religion, it is.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> can it, can have it like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., something like that?
1: Cannot. Only 701 to
0: 702. 701 <laughs> to 701. Yeah. Uh, I ever had it from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., but not sure whether it is appropriate. I
1: tell you a good time to fast. 12 midnight to 6 a.m. <laughs>
0: That is everybody's. <laughs>
1: I've been fasting all my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Master. Oh, man. <laughs> question number two, Master. Fasting, is it normal to feel hungry? <laughs> because I thought when you are fasting, you should be led by the Spirit and shouldn't feel hungry. But is there anything wrong? That's question number two. Okay, question number two. Anything fasting. wrong to feel hungry? Yes. Okay. Okay. Question number two. When fasting, can we still sleep okay this part i was like whoa <laughs> i know that at night if you sleep and yet you fast it doesn't count but there's no limitation to sleeping hours so i, I paused there like the 12 hours and then you sleep for like two to three hours in the middle of the day will it affect he <laughs> says here, thank you bernard i'm looking forward for greater things to learn and once again thank you pastor kong and City radio i really feel connected best regards sean okay sean
1: but- <laughs> I gotta say, you're a good man.
0: Yes, <laughs> very, man.
1: very earnest. Very earnest, yes. and and being earnest is good. Sean, you have so many questions. I, <laughs> I don't know which one to answer now.
0: Okay, pastor, I think the the question that we must uh, answer, the first one. Let's yeah, uh, fix timing. No,
1: there's no fixed timing. There's no fixed timing, and uh, you can fast when whenever you you feel led by the Lord. In and generally, when I fast. I, I don't fast for hours. I go by the days. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you
0: should, if you had a camera here, you should have seen my face. I'm like, wow.
1: uh, yeah, it's it's so it's like how many days you want to fast or how many weeks you want to fast. Uh, so, but if you are starting out, it's it's good to take it slow and and fast whatever works for you. Yes. And the beautiful thing is this: there's no one size fix all. Yes. There are a lot of people who wants to uh, who want to fast, but their health problems or their health makes it almost impossible for them to fast yes again an example uh, my wife son son loves to fast but but because she has six operations in the stomach you know and and so fasting is is going to be very harsh on her intestine mm. and son cannot eat a lot but she cannot go for too long a period without food mm. because when the gastric juices start attacking her her stomach and it's going to be very, very painful. Yeah. So she has a condition called adhesion colic. So those of those listeners that understand what adhesion is, usually fasting will not be an option. Uh, my pastor, Dr. Yonggi Cho, he grew up uh, very, very sickly. He had, he had TB when he was young, he almost died. And as a result, it affected his intestine. Dr. Cho cannot go on fasting for more than six days at a time. He mm-hmm. will collapse. Yeah. So health is a consideration, and if you're starting out, fasting is really of the heart. Yeah, yeah. Fasting is a is a form of self-humbling. There's there's, see, if fasting is just a hunger strike, then Mm. the then at best, it is either a hunger strike or it's just a diet. Mm. It's like dieting. But I'm talking about spiritual fasting here. You're not fasting because you're on hunger strike. You're not fasting because you're on diet. You're not fasting because tomorrow you'll go for a medical checkup. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're fasting because you want to humble yourself. Because when you fast, your flesh feels weak. Mm -hmm. And you say, God, I'm weak, but I'm leaning on you. I'm trusting in you. So at the end of the day, it's really of the heart. I don't think you should be legalistic about it. Mm. It's not 6 to 6, it's not 10 to 10, it's not 7 to 7. It's it's how, how you feel you're, you're comfortable in. Yeah. And that is, that. I think it's a general advice. That's good. Yeah.
0: Pastor, is it normal to feel hungry when you're fasting?
1: I always feel hungry when I'm fasting.
0: Pastor, be honest now. On I your all... 40 days, was it like, wow.
1: Okay, let me tell you, let me give you my uh, recollection, okay? Is... A typical 40-day fast, a typical 40-day fast. The first three days of fasting is always the worst. The first three days of fasting, all you could think of—I can tell you this—all I could think of was food. <laughs> all I could think of, you know, I—all I could think of food. <laughs> I—I never like uh, fast food. All I could think of is, man, I need fast food. I need Kentucky Fried Chicken now. I need McDonald's now. I need—I <laughs> need to eat. I need to eat because yeah. your body is crying out. And yeah. let me tell you, I'm a foodie. I love food. Yes, yes. I love to eat. Mm. And, and being able to eat is one of the pleasures of life yes yeah you know and so especially as Singaporeans we love to eat oh yes yeah <laughs> and we got all the great Singapore is a food paradise so very hungry first three days always the worst mm. uh, some people say it gets better it never gets better it never gets better for me <laughs> the first one week usually is quite tough but by the second week you kind of lose the hunger pangs wow yeah usually after 14 days you lose the hunger pangs and then you'll lose more and more of the hunger pangs. You start feeling very cold easily. You know, you, you find yourself on a regularly warm day, you find very cool, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. because there's no food in your body, uh, you feel tired easily. And that's why you do feel sleepy. Is it all right to f- fall asleep? If you go for a long fast, you will sleep. Yes. And in fact, sometimes the first few days, the first one, two weeks, you feel extremely sleepy because your body is going through a detox. Mm. So all the toxin released in your bloodstream will make you very drowsy and sleepy. Wow! And and it shows that the the sleepier you get, sometimes it shows how much how much uh, junk food you have in your body.
0: Say that again. What's The sleeper uh, you get. The, the sleepier
1: much- you get, sometimes it shows how much uh, junk food you have in your body because, because the toxin. Is- yeah, that's true only for the first few days, the first few weeks, mm. and then eventually, usually for me, by the third week. By the fourth week, I totally have lost all hunger pangs. I don't feel hungry anymore. Wow. Yeah. But you do feel dehydrated and tired. Mm. So you got to drink a lot of water mm. and keep yourself sufficiently hydrated. And the hunger pangs will only come back, like say the last three days of your fast. So by the 37th day, I feel hungry because my body is telling, said you're coming to the end of it. Oh, yes. Your brain, or oh, Your brain is saying you're coming to the end of it. So you feel hungry again, mm. and you start longing for food again. Uh, uh, oh, I tell you, the last 2-3 days of a long fast is, is also tough because you start thinking about food.
0: <laughs> wow! So it's always the beginning
1: ending. and the end. Well, the beginning is not just the beginning, it's like the first one week is really tough. You know,
0: Pastor, as you're describing this, it's actually kind of like a marathon, you know? When you Let run.
1: me tell you the truth, okay? Let me be really honest. When I'm fasting, when I dream, I dream of food. Oh. And sometimes I I dream of eating, and then I, I I found myself eating in a dream, and I woke up out of it <laughs> because oh, I were, my teeth
0: were were biting. Oh man! Yeah yeah yeah. Pastor, I have to really say fasting is really not a topic to talk about during the month of December. <laughs> but pastor, what would you say to to you know the people tuning in, to us tuning in, about the need? fast
1: okay let me tell you uh, i I can talk forever on this there are uh, are so many benefits of fasting at so many levels first of all let's talk about biological level i think it is a proven thing that uh even in you you go to you go to many cities even Mm. in singapore right now there are fasting clubs like in japan it's huge and they are fasting not for spiritual reasons because it's good for the health detox Mm. get rid of all the junk toxins in your body Mm. And that's the first thing, on a spiritual level, it is amazing. For me personally, every time I fast, I feel closer to God. Yes. I mean, I got to get over all the hunger pangs, but I feel closer. I feel, let me tell you, I I feel more dependent on Him. I feel more broken in in terms of my flesh. Mm. You know that because fasting is a form of disciplining your human flesh because our flesh cries out we want to eat we want to eat so we have binge eating we you know we oh, yeah. we, you know we, we have no discipline when it comes to food mm. we we go crazy we we have no self discipline but then the moment you fast you are really controlling your flesh you are telling your flesh you are not going to rule over my life I'm going to let the spirit rule wow. and actually strengthen your spiritual man and when you are fasting And immediately after that, you, I, I found myself to be spiritually very discerning and very sharp. I hear from God very quickly. Wow! It seems like as if my, my hearing, uh, is sharpened. Wow! Yeah.
0: Wow! I'm gonna replay this, you know, episode over and over because (laughs) I myself, as I'm preparing for this topic, Pastor, I also want to go back into fasting. Okay.
1: Fasting is amazing Yes you, you know, and I want to recommend those that have never tried fasting to do it Of course, if your health permits, yeah, you you, you should do it Try by fasting for 12 hours Yes And then, if possible, go for one day, one day two days, three days To me, three days is, is very tough wow. Three days is harder than seven days Seven days really is harder than 40 days But whenever I say this, my wife would laugh. And when I say, look, Kong, you you got to be careful saying that because God has given you special grace. I love to fast. That's the the bottom line.
0: Wow. And Sean, I hope, you know, Pastor Kong has answered your question. And I hope, like me, you know, 2014, maybe we can do something about our spiritual life, spiritual man, and we just fast and pray.
1: I want to add one more thing. I want to add one more thing. Is that after you finish fasting, you must give your body sufficient rest and nutrition. Yes. Yeah. Because because if not, you're going to hurt your body. Mm. And I've i heard scary stories of people fasting and basically they, they, they don't take proper care mm. and they abuse their body. Mm. And as a result, in their old age, they have a lot of side effects. Mm. I know of one pastor who fasted and in the midst of fasting became very sick. Mm. I know of another pastor that went through a fast and it affected his health in a very bad way. So fasting, you got to really handle it with care. Yeah. Don't put aside common sense. Don't do anything that that goes against basic common sense. And you should not fast like, you know, you fast two days, you stop one day, you eat again, then you fast three days and you stop one day, then, because your gastric juices will go out of whack. Yes. And you're gonna hurt your body. Wow. Yeah. So to pray about this. Uh, do some reading on what fasting is. Google it, mm. you know, talk to people and try it. You're going to be blessed. Yes. I want to leave you with Joel chapter 2 and verse 12. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with moaning. The Bible says that fasting is one way We come back to God in prayer.
0: I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Well if you got a burning question or topic to suggest on the show, don't be a stranger, write in to me connect at cityradio.sg. Now our last email is asking us about the need to serve in ministry, in church. Now why do we serve and why do we need to choose a ministry to serve in? Whether you're young or old, let's keep on praying, fasting and serving the Lord all the days of our lives. Hi Burn, good to be on your show again Yes Pastor, and today I will have three questions for you It's from this uh, individual by the name of Li Ling Lee Li Ling from cell group N161 It's a breath of fashion air right? Pastor, once, once, uh, once in a while when somebody writes in and not be anonymous Yeah, it's always nice Li to... Ling. Li Ling Lee Li Ling L-I-L-I-N-G Li Ling Li Ling Yeah, Li Ling Li Ling And uh, she wrote to us, connect at cityradio.sg with the topic, Why Serve? Hi Bernard, I am Li Ling I got three questions and I would like to ask about serving Number one, why do we need to serve? Number two, why do we need to choose a ministry that we want to serve in? And number three, what is serving about? I hope you can ask Pastor Kong some of my questions I am from N161 Lee Li Ling So Pastor Well, the Bible tells us that as we
1: serve, we are really pleasing God For example 1st Peter chapter 4 verse 10 says that every one of us should use whatever gift we have received from God to serve others so there you have it you know God has gifted us with spiritual gifts so that we can be a blessing to one another Mm. another reason as I'm serving I'm developing skills for success Mm. and when we serve in church we have to interact with people and Mm -hmm. as we learn to interact with people the skills that we develop will make us leaders actually in the marketplace Mm. that's why many of our cell group leaders the overwhelming majority of them are leaders and captains of their own industry another simple reason is as we are serving we are making a real difference in somebody else's
0: life yeah
1: right Yes. and and as we are serving the more we serve the more we Get closer and closer to the Lord because that's the way His anointing flows through us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that anointing will bring us closer to Him. And finally, as we serve, we are investing toward our heavenly reward. It, the Bible says in Colossians 3, verse 23, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. So when we serve Jesus, especially in the local church, His church, Mm. His people, we are laying up for ourselves treasures in heaven. So I think all these reasons are are very obvious. We should serve. We should should not be that busy with all the pressures of life, Mm. the cumbersomeness of surviving in life that we have no time to fulfill our real life assignment. Which is to win souls and to strengthen the house of God.
0: Wow. So, Pastor, when when it came when it comes to question number two, why do we need to choose the ministry we want to serve? in? It is more more a question of preference, isn't it? Is it more a preference a uh, a question of uh, when you when you're choosing a ministry? Choosing a ministry. I think it's a
1: question of responsibility, Respons- isn't isn't it? Mm. If, if how you going to serve if you don't have focus where you want to serve. Mm. You know, it's like, I want to study, Yeah, but why do I need to choose a school to study in? <laughs> you know, I want to study, but I don't want to choose a course.
0: Mm. It, it just doesn't make sense. Yes, yes. What is question number three? The question the question number three is, what is serving about? So I think, Pastor, you've actually kind of answered that. When we serve,
1: we are strengthening the body of Christ. Yeah, we are, We are doing the work of Jesus. Yeah. And and you must remember I make a statement just now. I don't know if the listeners out there you you caught it or not. Our life assignment is basically revolving around two things. To win the lost and to strengthen the body of Christ. Yes. The church. That is the ultimate assignment above and beyond just trying to survive and earn a living.
0: Wow. Wow, the ultimate assignment. Pastor, you know, I remember many times you told me before, when you started out, when you, when you got saved younger, you, you were just like everywhere, you would move chairs,
1: you arranged- I did everything. You know, and uh, I was involved in the usher, usher ministry. Yes. And uh, actually my first ministry, I was in Sunday school. So like in our know, church, Sandy Glenisha, Glanisha. Yes. And uh, Guinevere. Yes. They were all my Sunday school kids. Wow. <laughs> Sandy used to grab my jeans. I used to uh, teach her in, in Sunday school and used to grab my jeans everywhere. She was such a tiny little girl. And today she is the beautiful wife of Pastor Aris. Yes, yes, Yeah, I was involved in Sunday school. I was involved in ushering ministry. I was involved in the youth ministry. Later I was involved as a cell group leader. Then I was involved in evangelism. <sighs> and my church was only 60 people. You know, I belonged to a small little neighborhood church and I was a youth. And I just want to get involved and want to make a difference, I want to help people, I want to yield closer to God. And this and, is what
0: you do. And strengthen the church. Strengthen the church. That is amazing. Yeah. Pastor, would, would it be, be also right to say that why is it we need to serve? Because Jesus served.
1: Jesus served the purpose of God. He came to win the loss. He came to establish His church. The yeah. house of God is the only project that Jesus only building project that Jesus has and it is still ongoing and he's preparing for himself a beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle
0: so pastor what would you say to I think Li Ling might be a young person what would you say to the young people with regards to serving joining a ministry you know what I, I think whether
1: you're young or old every one of us should not be too busy that we have no time to serve the Lord Yeah, and serving the Lord is not something goosey-loosey like Oh, I want to serve the Lord (laughs) in His International Invisible Universal Church Mm. God has put each one of us into a local body So we got to serve in the local church I want to leave you with a scripture from 1 Peter 4 verse 10 And I'm reading from the NIV translation Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others Faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms so, all your listeners who are believers in Jesus Christ, use the gift that God has given you and start serving. God bless.
0: We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us, connect at cdradio.sg. Connect at cdradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At PS Kong Yi. At PS Kong Yi. God bless you and stay safe.